Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome to episode three of the Finsider Perspective. I'm Kevin Nogle, your host on this journey, as we take a look at the 2021 Miami Dolphins. Over the next 15, 20 minutes, I'll bring you some of my thoughts and impressions of the Dolphins, what they're doing, where they're going, what's happening in a season that just has been far from expectations. Uh, This was supposed to be a team challenging for the playoffs, and obviously it's not exactly doing that this year. Uh, Let's start this week just taking a quick look at the fact that the Dolphins actually did win a game. They beat the Houston Texans last week, and it wasn't a pretty game. Plenty of mistakes on both sides. Turnovers dominated the game, but Miami actually was able to overcome those mistakes and come away with a win that ended a seven-game losing streak. The Texans are now on an eight-game losing streak, so this was not exactly a star-studded, high-profile must watch game and that's kind of what happened on the field too uh miami's now two and seven on the season this is not building off of a 10 and six season last year uh just to try to match that double digit win total from last year they're gonna have to run the table the rest of the season they've got eight games left they could get to 10 and seven They're probably not going to, but they could. It's mathematically possible. Uh, They've got games like the Jets twice, the Carolina Panthers, the New York Giants. Miami should be able to match up with those teams at least. So hopefully there's some wins in there, but they've also got the Baltimore Ravens at the Saints, at the Titans, and then the Patriots in the second half of that with New England wanting to show up that, hey, That week one win against New England was a fluke for the Dolphins. So there's a lot of tough games coming. So it's not looking good for Miami to get back to the 10 wins. Uh, Going back to the Texans game. Surprise of the week, obviously, for Miami was all of a sudden Jacoby Brissett was back out there starting at quarterback. And Tua Tungavailoa was serving as the backup. Uh, He apparently broke his finger and it swelled up and... There, there wasn't a way for him to truly grip the ball enough that they felt comfortable with him being able to throw every pass. So he went to the bench. Uh, Brissett started. Uh, it, it, to say that it was not awe-inspiring is probably an understatement, but he did enough to keep the team in the game, and they they came out with the win in the end. So there's no guarantee that two is going to be ready this week especially given that it's a 
four-day turnaround between Sunday and Thursday night. So Brissett could be pressed into action tomorrow night or later today, depending on whenever you are listening to this. But yeah, it, it just it doesn't feel like Tua is fully ready to go. We'll see. Um, I didn't get a chance yet today to write the injury report on the Finsider. So I guess uh, I'll use this as an excuse to go over it. Um, looking at it, Miami has Tua Tungavailoa with a left finger questionable. And then defensive back Elijah Campbell with a toe injury is also questionable. They were limited all week. Uh, Jerome Baker and Brandon Jones were both limited early in the week, uh, but they became full participants on Wednesday. Baker dealing with a knee injury, Jones dealing with an ankle. Neither one of them is listed on the injury report anymore. And then Greg Mann's center uh, has been dealing with an ankle injury. He didn't participate in practice Monday or Tuesday. And then the Dolphins placed him on injured reserve on Wednesday. So following that, the Dolphins made a series of roster moves all around the center position Mance going to injured reserve. Cameron Tom was then signed from the practice squad up to the active roster, filling that void, given the Dolphins probably their backup center for Thursday night. Uh, Austin Ryder will likely start at center. So that, that would be my assumption was Ryder starting. And then you have Tom backing him up. And then uh, Evan Bame was re-signed by Miami. Uh, he went to the practice squad, basically filling Tom's spot. Uh, Bame played for Miami back in 2019. He played in 13 games. He had eight starts, uh, playing both right guard and center. So that gives them at least a veteran that can be there, especially if man's injury is more than just the three weeks required to be placed on IR. Uh, Mans has played for Arizona and Indianapolis. He's also done... Uh, training camp or practice squad stints with the Rams, the Bills, the Jaguars, the Lions. So he has experience around the league. Good, solid depth signing for Miami there. Uh, jumping over to the game itself for Thursday night, Miami's facing the Ravens. And the Ravens, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, are seven and a half point favorites. That's probably a small line when you really look at the history between these two teams you have a the last let's see in 16 games between the two clubs only five have been decided by seven or fewer points so this is not a game that usually comes out with a last minute win uh the ravens have won Eight of the last nine, they've won each of the last three. Last year in week, or I'm sorry, in 2019 in week one, uh, the Ravens won 59 to 10. In 2017, the game before that, it was 40 to nothing. So I guess that's technically a closer game. And then in 2016, it was 38 to six for Baltimore. So Working from 2016, the last three times Miami has played Baltimore, it's been 32 points, then 40 points, then 49 points in the spread. So let's 
hope that trend ends, I guess. Um, that's, that's not, uh, that's not exactly a great thing for the dolphins. Uh, Baltimore is currently second in the AFC. They look like a team that is going to try to challenge for a deep playoff run. And it's a team that probably is in position to put a hurting on Miami this weekend or this week on a Thursday night football game. So I, 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 I worry about what Miami can do. Um, especially if they aren't able to get their offense moving early, whether it's Brissett or Tonga Vailoa out there. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what else they're going to do. The, I, I guess Mac Collins is probably the second guy behind Jalen Waddle at this point, given Devonte Parker and Will Fuller are still injured. So Hollins, um, Isaiah Ford will probably get some playing time, but he didn't get a lot last week. Uh, Albert Wilson saw his playing time go up. He had like two snaps in week eight, and then he was up to 17 this week. So, or this past week. So hopefully he'll actually have more of a impact, but I don't know. Um, on defense, I still love, and, and you guys over the first two episodes and what I've been writing on the Finsider, you guys know that I love Javon Holland. I love the fact that Miami is turning it to him. This is his position at safety. He he has unseated Eric Rowe, and it looks like it's his for the long term. And I think that's a great move. Brandon Jones has been playing really well back there too. They make mistakes. They're young players. They're going to make mistakes, but I love what they're doing. Um, Jalen Phillips, uh, he he's up and down on snap counts, and I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just a matchup thing, if it's a injury thing, because he's been dealing with some things throughout the year. I don't know if it's just a, a game plan type thing, but he only had 37 snaps last week. Um, hopefully that'll go up. He's been playing really well. Uh, he, he's been getting to the quarterback and getting uh, pressure and making an impact. So I, I really would hope that he's able to see his playing time go up, especially against a player like Lamar Jackson, where you've got to one, be able to get pressure and two keep him in the pocket. So hopefully he'll, uh, he'll see more playing time this week. He did record half a sack, um, last week that that's great. He's up to what two sacks on the season so far. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Jalen Phillips. He, he comes out there, he looks great. And then the next week he doesn't play a lot. So let's see. His snap counts have been 29%, 28% the first two weeks, 59%, 41%, 77%, 82%. 
and then it was 24%, and that was in week seven when he was dealing with injury, so he only played 15 snaps. But then he jumped right back up last or two weeks ago against Buffalo and played 84% of the game. And then last week he dropped back down to 37%. It was still a little more than half at 54%, but he played 37 snaps, and I don't know. I don't know what what the 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 game plan is there. Um yeah. I I think that I think that the team the team has the team has a lot of questions. Um oh, I guess I didn't do the Baltimore half of the injury report, so let's jump over there real quick. Uh offensive lineman Patrick McCarry and running back Latavius Murray, both with ankle injuries, uh did not practice all week and are doubtful for the game. Nose tackle Brandon Williams has a shoulder injury. He was limited on Monday and Tuesday and then did not participate on Wednesday. Uh, He's questionable, as are tight end Nick Boyle and wide receiver Sammy Watkins. Uh, Boyle and Watkins were limited Monday, Tuesday. Boyle continued to be limited on Wednesday while Sammy Watkins was a full participant. Um, And both the Dolphins and the Ravens for the most part, were walkthroughs all week. The Dolphins did a full practice on Wednesday, but so those walkthroughs Monday, Tuesday for Miami, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for Baltimore, those are estimated practice participations. So that's what they believe would have happened. But uh, on Baltimore's injury report, also they had cornerback Tavion Young and wide receiver Marquise Brown, uh, Young with a knee and Brown with a back. Uh, both were full participants by Wednesday, and neither one is listed as having a game status, so they should both be fully available. Um, so, yeah, I guess this is kind of a quick, short show tonight. I'm sitting here looking at about 15 minutes. So, thank you all for checking us out. Uh, make sure you follow and check out the other great shows on Finsider Radio. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Kevin, and this has been Finsider Perspective. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.